Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. God closed the pharmacy door. It's okay. I love this more than that. But I love that when I was there. Why? Because that was the will of God for me. Don't try to be somewhere you're not. You're here. So be simply all here. And how do I do that? Simply by saying yes to God. He's speaking to us every day. He's speaking to us now. We simply need to say yes to God. How is your prayer life? Do you constantly pray within God's will for your life? When God speaks to you, do you hear Him? These are questions that Pastor Mark will be asking us today during today's message. Prayer is so much more than those cursory, mindless, thoughtless, repetitive prayers so many of us pray many times. It's so much more than bowing our heads and speaking a few words to God about what we want. Prayer is direct communion with God. It's spending time with Jesus because we want to. It's opening ourselves to Him and surrendering our will to His. Prayer is something we should do constantly. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 23, with our continuing study entitled, Spiritually Healthy Indicators. His word says if I obey his commands or do what pleases him, he will answer my prayers. I I need to obey God. And what is the command from obey God? Love God, love people, and love is a verb. It's not just, I love you. And you guys are so good. You're getting connected. You're into small groups. So many volunteers. Uh, Cease Lessinger can't keep up with all you guys that are getting signed up. All the volunteers to serve all over the place. Fantastic at all our campuses. Proud of you. Awesome. That's exactly what it is. See, God is saying effective prayers come because we love God and we love people. Now, if you've been married a while, you know what pleases your spouse. You know what pleases your spouse. And if you want to have a good night, you have to please your spouse. Some of that just one of you, that's okay. If mama's happy, that's not true. Try it. I, I, I want to please my wife. You want to please your husband. Well, that comes out of a loving relationship. I want to please God. You want to please God. So... The two part of effective was, I'm going to obey God and his commandments. And number two, number two, I'm going to do, not just know, I'm going to do what pleases him. See, if you know your wife likes this kind of a flower or likes this kind of restaurant, you say, wow, I know you like to eat there. I saw those flowers over there, but they were too expensive, so I didn't get them for you. <laughs> it will not be a good night. Bring your mind back here. Let's get back to the Bible. Now, 
So God isn't saying just know what to do that pleases me. You actually have to do it. So what does that look like for us? Well, our role model, as always, is not me. It's not a church. It's not a religion. It's Jesus. Look at John 8, 29. You see it on the overhead. And the one, Jesus speaking, who sent me is with me. He's not departed me. Watch this. For I always do what pleases him. Now, I haven't arrived there. That's my goal. I'll never make it, but that's my goal. Jesus said, I always do what pleases him. How did he know what God, what pleased God? Prayer. He was always talking to God. It was an ongoing conversation. So if my prayers are going to be effective, I have to learn what pleases God. Now, there's a lot of things, but let me just give you a few right now. Obeying God pleases him. Praying pleases God. Now, why does praying please God? Because it shows I'm dependent on him. Sharing the good news pleases God. Why? Because lost people matter to God. That's why he sent Jesus. Living a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit pleases God. John will go right into that. One of the ways you get really healthy is learn to depend and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So I must be filled or controlled by the Holy Spirit. Bearing much fruit, John 15, pleases God. And growing spiritually healthy and becoming like Jesus pleases God. So let me show you a little triangle. I want you to just copy down the little headings. This is a simple triangle of effective prayer. I could come to you this morning and say, I got 857 things I'm going to show you that makes you pray effectively. We would all just close the door and walk out. Here's three. Notice the triangle of effective prayer. It always starts with God. Everything in your life has to start with God. That's why those of you that are unsaved, your life doesn't work. Because your life doesn't start with God. It starts with you. It'll never work. No. What am I going to do to God? Pray. What is prayer? You see it. Ask, communicate with, and listen. It's both. It's not just one. It's not just one. It's not just talking. It's listening. Number two, when I do that, an effective prayer will be, I need to expect that he's going to answer. So I have to have faith that he's going to answer. Now, I can't have faith if what I ask isn't actually right, and that moves over to the third corner. I want his will for my life. So let me give you an example. You're dating someone. You're a Christian, and the person you're dating really isn't a Christian. So you ring up God. Hey, I know you know over here the, the, my, this person I'm dating. They're not a believer, but they're going to come. They're going to be a believer. I absolutely know they're going to come a believer. I, I know that's going to happen. And I can't live it without a man. I just want, right now, can, can you just answer my prayer? Hello? Hello? Why don't I need to pray that prayer? Boy, you guys don't know. Why don't I need to pray that prayer? Because the answer is right here. Do not marry an unbeliever. Pastor Mark, what kind of old stuff is that? No, that's as new as this morning. You mean I shouldn't pray prayers that are against the Bible? Hello? (laughs) It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So the more I know this... The easier I know what? His will and how to pray. Now, as you begin to think that, let's take a look and let me break these down for you. Ask and listen to God. Simply means we need to pray. 
Let me read you Jeremiah. Write this down. Jeremiah 33.3 at all of our campuses. It's a fantastic verse. I'm going to read it to you in the Message Bible because I love the way it says it. Notice what God says. It's a challenge to us. Call to me and I will answer you. Right there is a wonderful promise. And I will tell you marvelous and wonderful things that you could never figure out on your own. Call to me. I will answer you. And I'll tell you amazing things that you can't figure on your own. Why can't I figure them on my own? Because God knows some things that I don't know. What a great promise. I don't know. I need that wisdom. I need to know what to do in this situation. God, I don't have that wisdom. James chapter 1 says, you lack it, ask. It'll be given to you from a generous God. Some of you need wisdom here this morning. And you're trying to figure out the deal on paper by yourself. Don't do that. Simply ask God. Now, when I ask, here's what Jesus says when I ask. I have to mix my prayer with faith. I have to believe that what I just read, that God will answer my prayer. Could be yes, could be no, could be later. But he will answer it. Jesus says this, Matthew 21. You can, you can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. To be effective, our prayers must be mixed with faith. What is faith? It's simply believing what God's word says will happen. I can have faith because God is a generous God. He loves to answer our prayers. God isn't up there going, oh, it's Balmer again. No, he, he wants to answer our prayers. It's a personal relationship with God. He wants us to be successful in life because if we are, he will be because we're going to be about the kingdom's business. God is pleased with people who pray with faith. Jesus simply said, trust regardless. Trust regardless of the answer. Trust regardless of the answer. And that brings me to the third key. I want to want his will. In other words, I want to want his plan for my life. Now turn, you're right there in 1 John, go back to chapter 5, verse 14. 1 John 5, 14. When we talk about the will of God, the Bible is filled with the will of God. When God created you, he had a plan for your life. And all kinds of things are there. And what I want to discover is what he wants. It's a general plan to be conformed to his image, to be like him. But it's very specific. And I want to know that will. Well, look what John says. Look what John says. By the way, God wants us to know his will. God isn't up there going, let's see if I can keep a secret of what I want them to do. No, he, he wants us to know his will. Look at verse 14. This is the, here's the word again. This is the confidence. You guys, I can have confidence as we approach God that if we ask anything according to his plan, his will, number one, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. God says, you ask, ask for my will, I'll absolutely show you what it is and then give you the strength and the ability to do my will. Now, that brings me healthy indicator number seven. Would you write it down? Simply say yes to God. Simply say yes to God. 
You know, Pastor Mark, I, I like to kind of know how that's going to work out. Simply say yes to God. Again, my role model is Jesus. Notice John 8. I do nothing on my own. Let me just stop there and ask you. Hmm. Hmm. We're all guilty. Could I hear an amen? I've done things on my own even this week. Made a whole plan. I do nothing on my own, but only what the Father taught me. See, the spirit of really effective prayer is that I want your will in this situation and not my will. Now, I'm going to give you a key to life. Eventually, transfer it from where you're writing your notes and put it in the front of your Bible. If you come back to this, you'll be successful in life. I guarantee you'll be successful in life. Now, here it is. As simple as this. All of our campuses, write it down. Fact, God's will is always best for me. God's will is always best for me. No exceptions. And when I, when I say yes to God, I get it. It's not yes, but later. It's not yes, but, but, but God isn't interested in that. It's yes, God, I want your will for my life. I want your will for my life. Now, I learned that. More than 50 years ago, when I was old enough to begin thinking about that. And I can guarantee you, if you'll believe that, then you'll pray with faith. It's not like, God, I'd like your will, but let me sh- tell me what it is before I like want to do it. It doesn't work that way, because there's no faith. That means you think you know more than God. Not a chance. Now, I want you to turn to the Old Testament, Exodus. Old Testament, everybody, all of our campuses, Sebastian, Vieira, those of you in the work camp, those watching online. Go to Exodus 13. Israel had just been freed from 400 years of bondage. Moses was leading them out. Really, who was leading them out was God. We'll learn in a couple weeks from now, cloud by day and a fire by night. God was leading them. Now look at verse 17. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country. Though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war... They might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. For most of us, we usually like to live life by simply going from point A to point B. We want usually the the shortest, the quickest, the easiest path in life. But often God has another plan. Another path for our life. Just like God's path for the nation of Israel, the shortest was round up by the sea. But what they didn't know was that route, Egypt had all kinds of war things up on that route. Plus the Philistines were waiting for anybody who would take that route. So God says, These people have just been freed. They really don't know how to fight yet. If I lead them through there, it's disaster. So I'm not taking them the short route. I'm taking them a different route. Father knows best. How many of you, 15 years ago, ever thought in your wildest imagination you'd be living in Florida and coming to Calvary Chapel? How many thought, this is crazy, I'd never have Let me see. Yeah, yeah. How many hate living in Florida right now. All the campuses, just raise your hand. Hey, look at those people. God help them. Just a moment. God, would you take a picture of that? Let's do that again. Let's do that again. How many of you at all of our campuses are saying, 
As soon as I can get out of this state, I'm moving somewhere else. Let me see your hand. Come on, be honest. There they are. God got that one, so you're in trouble. See, if you're in the will of God and you're here, you're here. Nothing wrong with we wanting to go to North Carolina, Colorado, Hawaii, Tahiti, whatever. Am I getting warm? Okay. If you're here, be here. Don't spend your time, God, I don't like it here. I'll be somewhere else. No, if you're in the will of God, you're here because he wants you here. If he wants to move you, he'll move you. Now, you can pray for it, but just pray for it once and leave it with God. You don't have to every day, God. Because if you do that, you're not satisfied where he has you. Am I resonating with anybody? Be here and please God right here with your giftings. Work for him right here. If he wants to change you, he'll change you. See, that's maturity. And so Israel landed eventually safe in the promised land because God knew something they didn't know. God knew that you needed to be here. You say, well, could God give me a place where the guy ends on time rather than going over every week? <laughs> God's working on that plan. It's a little difficult, but he is. Now, I want to give you one more key quickly. When God led him by another route, where did he lead him? Through the wilderness. Sometimes God will lead us through the wilderness. Difficult times. Why? That's the place where we can't depend on ourselves. They ran out of water. They ran out of food. They had no clue what to do. God brought them there for a reason. If you're going through that this morning, trust God. If you believe his plan is best for your life, no matter where you're at, you'll always be a success. Be all here, right where you're at. So I want you to write this down because I think this will make sense to you. When I pray and I mix my prayers with faith, and bottom line to my prayer is always this, God, here's kind of what I'd like, but realistically, I want your will. I want your will. I don't know what you know, but I want your will. And if you believe it, this is what will happen in your life. If you walk and I walk in the will of God, that gives me increased faith because I'm literally trusting God for the change. 22 years ago, when God called us to start this church, I left pharmacy. I loved it. I left, loved directing that. I've been all over the world doing all kinds of stuff, just creating computers and loved it. When he called me, I did what I challenged you. Yes, God. Not yes, but. Yes, God. I love doing what I'm doing today. Now, what if I was here and hated what I was doing? Do you think you could tell? Oh, I'd keep you many more hours. <laughs> no, not really. If I hated it, you'd have come in. There'd been three songs, four songs. And I'd say, good morning. God bless you. He loves you. Have a nice week. Because I'd hate you. I love doing this. But Why? It wasn't my will. I never wanted to be a pastor. It was his will. You'll only find fulfillment in his will. That brings me increased faith because I have to trust him. I didn't know how in the world this was going to work out. Still don't. I don't know what tomorrow looks like, but I trust him. It brings me guidance. It brings me provision. It brings me protection. And last of all, especially for those of you that aren't saved, it will bring you success in life. Success in life is found in Joshua 1, 8, simply obeying what God asks you to do. Don't worry about money. Don't worry about your 401k and all the rest of that jazz. Don't worry about health care. We don't even know what that even looks like anymore. You have a God that heals. You can trust him with your whole life. And by the way, pretty soon we're out of this place. 
and we're going to be heaven forever. Oswald Chambers says this, obey God in the thing he is at present showing you and instantly the next thing will open up. Ooh, that's good. Obey God in the thing he is at present showing you and instantly the next thing will open up. God is closing a door in an area of ministry that I can't tell you about this morning, but he's already opened the door so much wider. You'll be amazed. God closed the pharmacy door. It's okay. I love this more than that. But I love that when I was there. Why? Because that was the will of God for me. Don't try to be somewhere you're not. You're here. So be simply all here. And how do I do that? Simply by saying yes to God. He's speaking to us every day. He's speaking to us now. We simply need to say yes to God. I don't want anybody moving. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Don't put your Bibles away, nothing. Don't, I don't want any, just quiet. I'm going to address, first of all, at every of our campus, people that don't know the Lord yet. You don't have a relationship with God. And, or you've fallen away from God. Now, I'm going to ask you in a moment, we're going to bow our heads, to do something very powerful and very strange, maybe, to you. If you'd like to have your sins forgiven, if you'd like to go to heaven, if you'd like to know you can have a brand new start in life, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how many times you've done whatever, then God's will for you, I know from the Bible, you know what God's will for you is? His will is that every single person become a believer. If you're unsure at any of our campuses and you don't know, you might be very religious, good people don't go to heaven, only forgiven people go to heaven. So I want you this morning, because I know God's speaking to you, I want you to do what I just said to do. Say yes to God. He's already got it worked out. He has a plan for you, but you'll never discover it until you become one of his sons, one of his daughters. So in a moment, we're going to pray. And I'm going to ask you to do this at all the campuses. I'm going to ask you to get out of your seat and come down here very quickly because I have one more thing to do after that. All the rest of the people in a moment are going to stand out and pray for them. You say, well, that's like a pretty bold thing. Yeah, it is. But God wants to change your life this morning. If you're sitting next to a friend that you brought and you're not sure whether they're a believer, when we pray, would you just say to them, if you'd like to go down, I'd be glad to go down. And I'm talking from the balcony to the commons to the cafetorium to Sebastian to Vera. Let me just say this to you. You'll never, ever enjoy life or get to heaven unless you turn your life over to God. Never. He's done everything. He died on the cross for you. Your sins are forgiven. You just have to say yes and he'll begin to change your life one little thing at a time. It's fantastic. Christian, I want you to pray with faith. I want you to pray with faith. So I'm going to bow, ask you to bow our heads at all of our campuses, and I'm going to pray. The minute I start praying, I want you boldly just get out of your seat. If you're backslidden this morning, you're out of the will of God. He isn't condemning you. He wants to bring you back to him. I want you to pray that people will come this morning and accept Jesus Christ. It's a bold step, but you do it. Are you wanting to change your location, move to a different state? Pastor Mark reminded us that God knows right where you are to be. See, it's part of being in His will and not ours. It's part of saying yes to God. We're told to let God know what we want, but we also need to be praying for God's will. Then His will becomes our will and our desire. Are you willing to say yes to whatever God has planned for you? Social media is a huge blessing that most of us use every day. We want to encourage you to become our Facebook friend and follow our Twitter feed. 
At the Facebook page and Twitter feed, we post information about upcoming events, discipleship articles, and encouraging quotes that will inspire you in your walk with Jesus. Log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the links to the Calvary Chapel Melbourne Facebook page and Twitter feed, or simply search for Calvary CCM on Facebook or Twitter. We even have a specific Facebook page for the Vieira Campus. Simply search for Calvary CCM and you'll see the Vieira Campus Facebook page in the search results. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Again, our web address is LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will ask the question, Did you know that if you're a Christ follower, God actually lives in you? This is a fact that you may take for granted. But Pastor Mark will tell us not to. We must remain or continue in a vibrant, active, personal relationship with God. Pastor Mark will give us important keys to enjoying and remaining in this relationship. This will be an important message for every Christian, no matter how long you've been walking with Jesus. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time, as Pastor Mark continues teaching through the book of 1 John. That's next time on Lessons for Living. seen and our ears have heard his word made flesh in a hurting world a new hope he is giving lord let us hear your lessons